Luke chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a draw. Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night, all the night, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. And when he had let and when he had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes that their nets break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. As he was astonished, and all that were with him at the draught of fishes which were had taken, and so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had taken their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. Father, thank you for the assignment that you have given us to fish. Lord, I pray that you just help us to be aware that everywhere we go, there are fish to be caught. We do pray for those less fortunate than us tonight down on the coast and that have lost everything. As they begin to try to rebuild and put their lives back together, and many of them, if not all of them, did not have flood insurance. Lord, it could be us. We thank you for the participation of water. But we pray that you'd help us to be aware that there are other needs. And we need to be aware of these needs, and uh, when they arise, to do our best to take care of them, to be a part of what you're doing there. We pray still for all those who are there working. And Lord, we pray for those that aren't here tonight, for whatever reason. Lord, if there's enough, it's just a careless reason. I pray that you'd convict them about their commitment to you. I thank you and I praise you for those that are here tonight. I pray that you'd bless their homes, that you'd give them a good night's rest and a good day on their workplace tomorrow. Father, we thank you for the beautiful weather you're sending us. We thank you for, for a place that we can have to worship. We thank you for the progress we see being made on the auditorium. And we do pray for every worker that will appear on the job in the morning. Lord, that you would give them safety, that you give them wisdom and knowledge as they study the plans to put the building together the way it's been designed. Thank you for our people who constantly are giving and Lord, may we realize that no, without you we're nothing. But with you we can do all things. For we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. The crowd was pushy. I mean, everywhere Jesus went, it seemed like there was a crowd. Unless you slipped off. <laughs> and even when he slipped off, there'd be somebody say, we've spotted him. And here they would go. When we look at, we'll look at the uh, portion of God's word here, this, uh, this uh, Lake Genesaret, was a Lake Galilee there, the um, near Galilee, and and the people were gathered there, and they were gathered there to fish. And the word "draught" there in verse four means a big hall. Um, 
We look at verse 5, the word uh, we, master, we. Simon was talking about he and Andrew. That was his fishing buddy. Um, but we go on and we find, we, we see uh, these others, uh, James and John. And uh, what I understand that uh, seven, maybe more could be less, but seven out of twelve of the disciples were fishermen. They knew what it was to, to have to, to go fishing out on the seas. I mean, it took courage. It took bravery. Their life was always in danger, but that was their livelihood. That's how they made their living. And it says that they, they had come in from fishing all night and were washing their nets. And what I understand, if they didn't take the nets and wash them and stretch them out to dry, they'd rot. Now, not much you can do with a rotten net. I mean, you can, that's like a rotten fishing line. You can have the biggest fish been ever caught. And if he breaks the line because of a, a weak line or rotten line, hey, then the thing you can say is it must have been a bigot. You know, and so that's what they, uh, that's what they were doing. Uh, I read that uh, J. Vernon McGee said every pulpit is a fishing boat. You know, that's what our job is, to try to catch more fish. Our job is to draw in those that we've got that we might come together. And I may say this again, and I don't want you to take it the wrong way. And I don't want you to say, oh, he's talking about so-and-so. You can take it any way you want to, all right? But I'm a stickler for commitment. Those of you that have known me any length of time, I'm, I'm committed. And I want people to be committed. You know, it won't be, it, it won't be long. It'll be a time to, uh, as, as uh, the nominating committee has just done finished their work. Before we turn around, it'll be time for that committee to go to work again. Before we turn around, it'll be time for uh, a deacon election again. And I challenge you as a church family to look at those who are coming. And just because you elect somebody don't mean they're going to step up and start coming. When Jesus had finished what he was saying, he, he says to Peter, hey, uh, launch out just a little. Well, I don't know anything about fishing uh, with, with the, the Sea, uh, sea of Galilee here and, and the, what the fisher must have had to endure other than they were fishing at night. Now, what I understand, that they fished at night and they fished in shallow water. And that's what they had been doing. And when Jesus said, I want you to launch out of the deep, he said, Master, we've already done that. We've fished all night. We've caught nothing. Now, Peter knew more about fishing on the human side because Jesus was a carpenter. He knew more about fishing than Jesus did on the human side. So that's why he said, Master, hey, we fished all night long. I ain't caught a thing, but I want you to go out into the deep. Hey, they're in the daytime now. They're not at nighttime. They're in deep water, not shallow water. But remember what Peter said. There's one thing he made mention of. He said, but at thy word. You cannot get any more powerful than the word of God. Okay, we just sung about Jesus, okay? In John's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 1, it says, and the word was God, meaning Jesus. Right? Come on, y'all. Uh, yeah, you want to go home? Let's get together here. <laughs> I mean, the word. He said, it was the word. He said, nevertheless, at thy word, they chose, you know, to go back out. And you see what happened. 
they caught such a, uh, a big haul of fish, uh, their nets began to break and they called for their buddies. Hey, come help us, man. We've never had such a tug on me. You know, somebody goes, oh, you hung up somewhere. Don't worry about it, really. Come help us get it in. Probably the biggest catch it ever been. Eddie got them, and, and then the boats began to sink. I mean, one thing after another. Now, they could have said, hey, you know, Lord, if you hadn't asked us to go out, we wouldn't be in this mess. Well, you're in the fishing business, aren't you? Look what a, a catch of fish you have got. Well, when we look at the Scripture, Peter was so taken back there in verse 8. It says, when Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. The Bible says, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So where does that leave us? You know, we may, I, I, I can tell you story after story about uh, visiting and, and trying to uh, win certain people to the Lord that, that I had an interest in because I knew and, and prayers were being prayed. And I remember specifically this one man when the Lord said, I want you to go see him one more time. I, I, I said back to God, look, I have tried everything in the tackle box. And I mean, he hadn't responded yet. And it's just like the Lord said, well, have you tried this? <laughs> I hadn't. I did. The man was saved. What do I know? I mean, Peter knew all about the fishing business. But Jesus, being a creator, now don't misunderstand. We believe in God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We believe there's three, yet they're one. Right? Hello? Okay. What did he know about it? He created the fish. He knew where they were hanging out, okay? For some uncalled reason, I have been where Peter and Andrew were, go fishing and caught nothing. I appreciate the men that asked me to go up on the river with them. And Robert knows I ain't going to catch a thing. So he packs extra fish so his preacher can have something to eat. You know, it's embarrassing. Everybody's to pull them in and you pull in something about like that. <laughs> Boy, it's a big minnow you're fishing with. Yeah, I just caught it. <laughs> but God knows where they are. Jesus knew where the fish were. Can you imagine the, the scene? Well, Jesus said, go out a little further. What does that mean to us? Well, you know, we, we work within our church family. Uh, we work within our community. Um, we work within our state. But what does it mean? I mean, you know, I don't know how many of you saw the write-up uh, that Norman did in the paper. But, you know, that was perfect timing. You know, when Lynn and I read his name that morning... Uh, in the missionaries' uh, birthdays, I'm thinking, man, I need to get with Jeff and see if there's any way we could call him and sing happy birthday to him. Wish happy birthday to him. And of course, you all know what happened. Right at the close, he got the message just in time. And, and uh, it really ignited his spirit to think that we 
here we are, way down here in South Carolina, would think enough of him to call and wish him a happy birthday. I'm looking forward to hopefully going up maybe this summer, spend some time with him and, and uh, work with him. So, we think about broken things and abandoned ships. Notice the broken net. Look at verse 6. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their nets break. I mean, that's a lot of fish um, for that to happen. Uh, this is nothing shorter, short of a miracle that God allowed these four guys to witness. And you imagine the income that they got off of those fish to be able to sell because that was their business. So that's the reason I know they sold the fish. You see, Jesus knows, like he knew where the fish were then, he knows where the lost are that the Holy Spirit is dealing with that's waiting on somebody to come. And the somebodies, that's us, sometimes, well, I, I don't know where I ought to go down there or not. I, I'm afraid they might ask me something uh, that I don't know. What if Peter said, well, Lord, and you know, I would launch on out there, but I guarantee you, if we're going to catch what you think we're going to catch, our nets are going to break, we, we'd be hopeless. But again, remember, at thy word. What's the word say? Go ye therefore everywhere and teach and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? That's what it says. You see, man's extremity here is God's opportunity. God's opportunity. Three things about this miracle. Listen to this. It required action. They'd fished all night. They were tired. I'm sure they were ill, you know. Action. When the goal seemed impossible, they put action into use. Action required work. When fatigue called for rest, they done fished all night long. You know a focus like this, and I'd probably be too. Well, I worked all night, so therefore I can't come to church on Sunday morning. Well, everybody knows how they feel. But I tell you what I've learned in my life, we do what we want to do. If we have to be somewhere at 7 o'clock, hey, we're going to be there at 7 o'clock. But somehow another church starts, it, worship starts at 10.30, I just can't get there until uh, 10.45. You know? Well, it required action. It required work. But it also required faith. When circumstances call for doubt, but Lord, we have fished all night. That's beside the point, boys. I'm going to give you strength. All I want you to do is just shove on out into the deep a little bit. Well, this demonstrates the Lordship of Jesus Christ who knows everything, who call for physical need. You know, naturally it took strength to step, step up and push on out a little further. So uh, the nets were breaking, okay? Secondly, we see a broken man in verse 8. We've already read that, but look at it again in the last part. I'm a sinful man. God expects us to admit that. You know what we see sometimes in a lost person, Jesus may see something else, okay? I am not the perfect man. 
And we don't need to come across to the lost that, hey, I go to church three times a week, I do this, and I do that, and, and here you are, you're not doing any of that. My goodness, you know, how long have you been laying brick? A long time. And you expect somebody who's just picked up one to cut loops like you? It don't happen. It doesn't happen living the Christian life. You've got to put yourself, and I must put myself, in that lost position before you can take that person and bring them forward. We must admit, hey, we are a sinful person. You can say, hey, I remember when I was where you are, lost without Jesus, and somebody came and told me about Jesus like I'm trying to tell you. Here is where the fish are. If you want to catch them, this is how you do it. Well, we see a broken net, a broken man, but how about a broken partnership? Look at verse 10. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from this day forth, son, you, you're leaving this, this fishing business and you're going into people business. Okay? When we think about that, I found this little saying. I didn't come up with this, okay? I did not come up with this. So when we see this, big, big fishing business, but things wasn't going too well. And so, listen to this. Uh, they went from, from catching perch to catching people. They went from S-O-L-E to S-O-U-L. You see, people are most important to God the Father. He created us. He gives us a choice. But who tells who? Who's going to tell who? We always want to tell somebody about things that's going on and things that are happening in our life. So who do we go and tell? You know, we couldn't wait when we found out we were expecting our first child. We couldn't wait to tell somebody. And then after it was born, we couldn't wait to tell somebody. You know, what about, what about when somebody is saved? Last, uh, was it last Monday? Uh, the two little children. Um, and we brought them back in to the Good News Club and let them stand before the whole Good News crowd and to tell that they had invited Jesus into their heart. Just simply amazing. A little child's faith. Okay? Now, adults say, well, what can they know? Well, these two children that I talked with, they knew Jesus died on the cross for their sins, and they knew they wanted to go to heaven when they died. I mean, what else do you need to know? I believe. And, and we shared scripture with them. I said, do you, you believe? Yes, I do. I said, well, the Bible says that we need to tell Jesus with our mouth. And we need to believe in our heart. And right there in the public hallway of the public school, with traffic going back and forth, we were three of us on our knees on a, in a little settee school uh, bench there, out loud praying, those two little voices repeating after me and believing what they said. Prior to what was, what was so uh, interesting, okay, for me, Prior to them on their knees and inviting the Lord into their heart, the little girl says, 
After I explained all this about Jesus and Him coming and being born and doing all these things and dying on the cross, she said, well, how are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? How are we going to get Him to come in here? You know, Peter could have said, hey, Lord, how are we going, how are we going to get these fish in? Now, you've told me to get out there. I've done what you said according to your word. Now my net's breaking. I've called for help. Just keep steady at it. You know, that's the thing. Just because one person has just gotten saved is not a time to slack up. Hey, there's more fish to be caught. You know, it's amazing. I've never heard a preacher act like some fishermen act. Okay? Are you listening? All right, boys, I've been catching eight to ten crappy. It weighs seven, eight pounds apiece. I've been doing it every day for six days. What's the question? What's the first question? Come on. What what? What did you use for bait? Well, I just, uh, you know, I picked it up down at the regular store down yonder. Well, where did you catch them? Well, just down the river, this little piece there. What time of day did you go? Well, I got up pretty early. You don't want to give away your secrets. Hey, Right the opposite with the preacher who finds a crop of folk who are lost, who are interested. Hey, you're going to be telling everybody, here's what I used to be, here's the time of day I went, here's how many people were there. Well, when we think about this, we think of the authority of Jesus. He gives us, not only is he the authority, he gives us an opportunity to go. And what we need to be is obedient, is... is uh, Help me find that verse right quick, at thy word. Where is that verse? Um, I didn't mark it. Five. Okay. We've toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net at thy word. Hey, word is powerful. And when you present the word the way God wants it presented, he has promised that his word will not return unto him void, empty-handed. It will produce a crop. But we've got to do it. We see a full boat, a full heart, and a full-time job in missions. It's out there. It's always been, if nothing else, since that day to this. The law and the prophets ruled everything. Until John the Baptist appeared on the scene, eating locusts and wild honey and wearing camel's hair and leather belt. And things turned around from that time to this, preaching and teaching the Word of God, and people were repenting and being saved. It's no different. The scene is the same. Lost people need Jesus. Father, thank you for the night. Thank you for the time to be together with our people Lord, thank you so much for them. I pray that you'd bless them as we depart your house tonight, that you give us a good night, and God will love you, and thank you for all you do for us. Help us to be on the lookout for fish that need to be caught. In Jesus' name, amen. Brother Mark, what